This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Alan and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Alan Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, here we go. A winner Monday. Well, we're going to give you a winning podcast. That's what I would call it. Al, what's up? Oh, hi, Jerry. I heard this new song on country radio. And okay. And when I looked the guy up, I saw, like, you know, on your radio, it tells you who the artist is. It says the guy's name is Jelly Roll. Okay. So I was like, let me look at this Jelly Roll. So I look at Jelly Roll on uh, uh, on Wikipedia. He's a rapper. Okay. A heavy. Really? rapper with he looks like post malone if post malone was heavy because he's got like the face tattoos like post malone but this song is like a very country song but old school country type of song you know not poppy at all it's about Mm. you know drinking and meeting the devil and this sort of stuff when i read that he was a rapper who just like started putting stuff on social media. Now I got to listen to some of his other stuff to see if he's got other things. So, so Alan Jelly Roll. Yeah, Jelly Roll. There you go. I listen like it. me some Jelly Roll. So uh, this weekend, Jerry, a couple of weeks ago, well, first of all, let me set a little background. Uh, every year now, well, I guess they did it the last two years maybe, uh, Asbury Park does a music festival. Oh, called- I was more interested in the Sunday lineup you went Saturday, correct? Right. So it's uh it was it's called See Here Now. Last year they had Smashing Pumpkins, they had Pearl Jam. Yeah. And it's all on the beach in Asbury Park. There's three stages. It, it's a festival. Is this the thing you said you could actually hear faintly? Yeah. So last year because of the way the wind was going or the air was, I when I walked my dog at night Sunday night, I heard Pearl Jam. A, enough that I knew what song they were playing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it wasn't just noise. I did not hear anything last night. Last night, Green Day was on. Right. I did not hear them at all. Okay. So this festival is two days long. You can only buy a ticket for the full two-day event, which goes on all day Saturday, all day Sunday. Okay. You cannot buy you cannot buy separate tickets and just go Sunday or just whatever. Okay. What was strange this year is last year I told you it was Smashing Pumpkins and uh, Pearl Jam were the headliners. Yeah. Which they seem to go together to me. Yeah. This year... The headliner on Saturday night was Stevie Nicks. Yeah, I had the weird lineup Saturday. And the headliner on Sunday was Green Day. Yes. So weeks ago, Gina said, oh, I want to go see Stevie Nicks at Sea Here Now. I go, that is not my scene. I go, plus, I go, you can't just buy a ticket for Stevie Nicks. You got to buy two days worth of tickets. The tickets are $250. Are they really? Yeah. Wow. So I said, no, I'm not, I'm not doing that. 
So then her friends were going to go. So she says to me, um, "Do you? Uh, my friends are giving me tickets for See Here Now. Do you want to go? I go, listen. They're free. Right. I said, listen, I'll go Saturday, but I'm not going Sunday. Mm-hmm. I got to watch the games. Then I found out she bought the tickets. Oh. I said, you said they were giving them to Oh. How okay. did you find out she bought them? She tell you or she said something like you know it's expensive tickets. I go, I tell you, because now I know if I because I figured if I go, I'm kind of curious what the setup is like. But as sure. soon as I want out of there, yeah, you didn't pay for them. You got to go pay for them out of here. So we go over there at like five o'clock. Okay. So there's already been stuff going on since noon. Jerry, I I don't understand the draw of this for people. <laughs> Why? Like it, it's nothing seems enjoyable about it. There are way too many people. Mm-hmm. There are people laying in the sand. So if you walk by, you're definitely kicking sand on them. Oh. There are, everybody's high. Everybody's drunk. I think, I think you just hit on it. That's it. It's a place to go get high and drunk and not give a crap and feel like it's okay to be high and drunk. Because you're at a festival, right? But you've paid two fifty for a ticket. Yeah, you get high and drunk in your backyard for nothing, right? <laughs> I think it's my guess would be there's something to the idea of going. To, I mean, are we serious about going to an event mm-hmm. where you're going to get high and drunk, but you're at something, you're doing something, you're I not guess a loser so. sitting in your backyard on your patio just smoking weed and drinking beer. So there was all sorts of bands, of course, that you've never heard of. Some bands I've heard from Satellite Radio and then uh, Stevie Nicks. So one of the other bands that was playing How did was, she sound, by the way? I didn't I didn't see her. Oh, why? Well, I get there. We get there for Gina wanted to see Culture Club with Boy George. You've heard that correctly. Boy George Boy is George. still singing? And, and so, by the way, sounds good. I'm not saying he doesn't. I did not know he was even still around. Still around. So he goes on at five, and we're no, and she's like, "Let's get closer." No, get closer. What? So we try to get closer. It's packed. So you said no, and you still. I guess so just to recap so yeah. far, you said no to going, correct, and you went, and then when you got there, you said no to getting closer, and you got closer. Correct. Okay, got it. This is going well for you so far. So n- now, <laughs> and it's just, I'm not liking it. Yeah. And then we go over Gary Clark Jr. here. I know who I know some songs from uh, the satellite radio. Mm-hmm. Gary Clark Jr. is like a blues guitarist, but he's got some catchy songs as well. Right. As the blues is not catchy. And uh, I said to her, I go, I'm looking at my watch. It's 7 o'clock. Stevie Nicks goes on in two hours. I go, Oh, my God. I go, I can't do this anymore. You were out. I said, I just, I can't do it. I said, I, I, I need to go home. I go, I will. You know, she, she was there. Her friends were there. Right. So she wasn't alone. And we walked over from Bradley Beach. I said, I will walk back to walk you back home. I said, but I, I can't do this. Was she all right with that? No. She, so she decided to go home with me. So no Stevie Nicks. Then she's going to go back the next day. So she paid two fifty because she wanted to see Stevie Nicks. Yeah, didn't see Stevie Nicks. Right, and then went back Sunday. Correct. 
did she enjoy Sunday? I mean, so far, this sounds like a disaster. What the hell is that? Who made this? It's cute. And what is it? Is this a tissue dispenser? So I forgot to give you this this morning. Oh, I don't even know if your mic's on in there because what is it? Okay. And it's the first ever tissue dispenser <laughs> also has a tissue receptacle in it. Oh. So so you blow your nose and you throw it in there so you don't leave tissues all over the house. There you go. Tissued. So, yeah, tissues. Wow. There you go. It's got Alan Whimsy. I love it. Oh, so well, I would need to find this girl and thank her. You leave that next to the bed. <laughs> With Vaseline. <laughs> Yeah, so Gina goes. Uh, Gina goes back with me, and she's like, "You know what? Yeah, it's you know, it's not my scene either. Uh, I'm with you." I go, "Listen, I feel bad." I go, I, "I said, first of all, I was getting like so anxiety mm-hmm. that I'm sure her friends thought I was Nuts. a jerk, yes, or just a jerk." No, I get it because I didn't want to be there once I got there, yep. and I couldn't figure out wh- why everyone wanted to be there because mo- first of all, most people are just talking amongst themselves while not the even band watching, is on, the show, not even right? watching, yeah. They're laying on the ground, and it's all ages, right? So there's older people there. There's really young people there. I couldn't figure out which bands anyone was really interested in. Yeah. because, And I just kept thinking. I thought a couple things. One, well, when I said, well, one of Gina's friends, the guy, the husband said, he was talking about something. I go, he was saying something about some concert he went to. It was, it was terrible and not worth the money. Blah, blah, blah. I go, well, why go? He goes, because it's better than being at home. And that's the difference between me well, that's what and I said. other people. It's about getting out and doing something. Like some people would rather do anything. I hate being home. Than being home. You know me. I, I, I despise being home. Now, let me rephrase that. I like being home when I have something to do. So yesterday I planted a couple of shrubs before all the football. That's great. I love that. I feel productive. You know, if I'm out playing wiffle ball with the boys, great. In the batting cage, great. Playing, ba- awesome. But sitting around the house with no purpose, I'm no thanks. I would, I'd, I'd prefer to be at the beach listening to bad music. Yeah, I wouldn't spend two fifty a ticket. I wouldn't do that. But I think I'll go back to what I said earlier. It's a place to go smoke your weed, drink, and just feel like you're doing something. And I, I said to one of her other friends, which I think she was insulted by this. I said. <laughs> Uh-oh. I said, if weed and alcohol didn't exist, yeah. would anyone be at this show? There'd be people, not many. Not many. No, because it's again, it's a place to go smoke and drink. But as you said, we could do that at home. But it's yeah, different. but you feel like a loser when you do that at home, right? Well, I got to tell you, when I was looking around. I, 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 I it was a weird. Here's the other thing I, I realized: there's no recession and there is no inflation. Doesn't seem like because it, does if it? people have two fifty. To spend on a ticket, yeah. there were, Jerry, there were people that looked visually like they didn't have a pot to piss in. And somehow they got in. That were, that paid 250 Yeah, I know. For a ticket. I, but we talk about this all the time. And then Gina said on Sunday when she went back, there were less people there. So that means some people bought a ticket and only went Saturday. Right. Right, because you can, in, you, in your mind, if you want to. You could break it down like yeah, it's two fifty, but it's really one hundred and twenty five dollars a day. A lot of bands, you can at least justify it. If you only show up for one day, you spend two fifty for one concert. Yeah. Basically, I know there's a few bands, but still, it's a lot of money. 
But then, it's not, apparently it's not. No, I, I don't understand it. Then at one point when I was there, I was like, you know what? Everyone's probably looking at me like I'm some sort of sour push, puss. I'm going to go get a beer. Maybe one beer will relax me a little bit. So I go, and of course the beers they have are gigantic cans. Yeah, of, probably the 20-ounce ones, Yeah, right? the 20-ounce ones. So I, I get a Miller Lite. Piss warm. Oh, no. I wanted to... Th- it was $20. And it was warm? And it was piss warm. I wanted to throw it. Why didn't you go back? I didn't, Can I get a cold one? Well, when I got when I got it in my hand, the can was cold. The outside of the can was cold, but when you drank the beer, it was warm. Yeah. 20 bucks. 20 bucks. You hear what you just said? Yeah. $250 a ticket, $20 for a can of beer. Yeah. And that, yeah, I think the other problem with these festivals, which I've never wanted to go to, I've seen too many festival documentaries now. Yes. We well, saw a mess. The Woodstocks. Yeah. Um, oh, I saw two Woodstock documentaries. They're just the bathrooms are. That's what disaster. gets me more than anything is the bathroom situation. Right. Even like when, and I haven't done this in a long time because I work every Sunday now with the football, but I used to love going and tailgating before a game. But it's. In the portage, like you can't even enjoy yourself right. because you're sitting there like the line's not too bad now. But if I go now, then I'm going in five minutes. It's like it's the worst. Yeah. So I'm I agree with you on that for sure. And that's how I was feeling too in the beginning. Uh, Gina kept going, "Why don't you get a beer?" I go, "Because I don't want to go in the porta potty." Yep. You're better off just being dehydrated. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so true. Absolutely. I do agree with you though. The beer doesn't do it for me, but a shot of tequila. Kind of eases me. All that uh, when I'm having anxiety. Yeah. Nothing nuts. Shot of tequila, not five of them, and I kind of because I had that when we were in um, Maryland too. I told you this Maryland two weeks ago for the baseball tournament. We went to a restaurant, and uh, one of the coaches is a lot of fun, but he likes to break out his karaoke machine. And we took over the back part of the restaurant, and he just puts his machine on volume eight. And starts doing Sinatra and every like any type of song. He knows all the words, and if not, he's got it on his phone. I'm like, so I was fine for a half hour. As it kind of continued, I started getting very anxious and needed to. And finally, after 90 minutes, I basically said, "It's enough. I, I got to go." Yeah, and that was that. So I, I, I get it. I understand. I get. I get that feeling. Yeah, it was just very strange. Very strange. Again, we're all wired so different. Yeah. We're all the same and all so incredibly different. Yeah, I don't. I yeah, I don't know. I I, but I was also trying to think back, like when I was in my twenties, would my friend Paul and I have gone to that? Probably, 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 probably had, a good, time had too. a good time. Yes, it's different time of your life, different priorities, what you want to do, what you don't want to do. And I was know. so mad at myself, like I was like really pissed at myself because on my fiftieth birthday. Coming up three years ago. Yes. I promised myself I was no longer doing things I didn't want to do. I do remember that. And hence you didn't go to Allie's wedding. Right. Because it was too far. Because the ride was far. Yep. Like Gina had asked me, do you want to go to this? I said no. And you still went. And I still went. Yep. And I was so mad. It is amazing how a lot of times your first gut reaction is the right one. Yes. Why do we doubt our guts? I think because you start to think about other people's feelings. Yes, I do. That's how I That's am, why Gary. you I ended think up of, going. I think of others first. No, you don't. In this case, though, I think you did think of her because she bought the... Well, you didn't Yeah, know. at that she, point... She really wanted to go and she got free tickets. Right. She kind of duped you a little bit. She did dupe me. But I think that's part of it. And then I was even annoyed that... And even though it's not my money, 
Gina and I are not married. We don't share right. bank accounts. It annoyed me that she paid money for the tickets because what? Yeah, I know. Because it's, it's a lot of money. It's a lot of money. I'm well aware. I know. I know. I know. I know. Understood. And just at some point, I don't know what year it was when the concerts went crazy with the money. Everything has gone crazy. But I, but concerts in particular, like I wonder what was the, what was the point? Like what what concert? I I do believe the first concert I remember being expensive and it making the news was the Eagles when the Eagles reunited. Hell freezes over tour. Yes, when nobody thought they were ever getting back together yeah. again. And then once that door's open. And they knew, first of all, people wanted it for a long time. And the audience was older, oh, but, whose whose kids were out of co- out of the house. But you can say this about everything. So explain to me how a $20 can of beer, like at what point do we say no? $50 a can? Right. Which sounds ludicrous. But 15 years ago, if you would have told me $20 for one can of beer, I would have thought you were nuts. And here we are. You can buy a six-pack of that. Now, those are the bigger cans. I get it. But but by the way, I bought that exact same Miller Lite can in uh, a liquor store in Asbury Park to bring it to... $3? $4? $2.49. Right. So to you, bring it to the restaurant. That was a BYOB. 20, you just paid $20 for one can. <laughs> and when you go to stadiums and shows, it doesn't stop anyone. Yeah. Like we went to we went to the art center last summer to see um, live and boy remember I told you about yeah that. live Bush and uh, somebody else and I remember saying I don't remember that third band I always forget I know it's funny um, so I remember we were walking up and there were four guys four girls with four couples and we were walking up to get a drink hey who wants a drink okay so the one guy Scott goes he goes how about we do this let's cap it at four rounds and we each buy one. I'm like, sure, I'm like, that's nice. fine. I said, um, I guess we would drive and that makes sense. He goes, no, no. He goes, there's eight of us. He goes, it's going to be $150 a round. I'm like, wow, you're right. And he was right. It was $17.50 a drink that we got. Eight of them times, it was unbelievable how much. And so, yeah, here's my debit card. There's $160 gone. Like, what the hell? Yeah. And um, yeah, fine. Okay. And we probably would have had more. If we didn't say, that's it, no more drink, that's all we're getting. Right. And I don't think everybody got four, but you get my point. Like, my God. It's like, what is the number? Because next year, if that can is 20, next year ain't going to be 20. Right. So is $30 the breaking point? I know. $40 for one can? And yet, you you go super, you go to the supermarket and well, that's, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not spending six dollars on a loaf of bread that's going right. to feed you for a week, <laughs> or I'm not going to buy this because I could get it for thirty cents cheaper at Target or what. But we will. I don't get it. We spend money so dumb. Right. There are certain things that seem like they're worth the money. Like even like if I buy like good the quote unquote good chicken, mm-hmm. and my family be like, I don't buy that. It's it's an extra. Like I, I'm looking at it. Per meal, what's it cost to make? Right. Versus, in my head, what's it cost at a restaurant? Sure. sure. So that would be the thing that would annoy me at, like, getting salmon at a restaurant, right? So I get salmon at a restaurant, and it's, like, 27 to $30. 
but I get annoyed buying the salmon in the store if it's like for a really nice piece, like eight dollars. Right. I'm like eight dollars. Meanwhile, I, I'm paying thirty for this. And have no problem doing it. Yeah, I don't know. I don't either. Again, it's the experience of going out to dinner and not cooking it at home and being alone and yeah. you know, you're kind of out and about and you feel like you're doing something. Well, that's what you wonder too, like when you say what is the breaking point? Like that's the same like with sports, right? So what is the breaking point? Because we'll hear people on this radio station all the time call and go, it cost me. Yeah. But you're deciding still to do it. So for me, I will tell you the breaking point has been the frequency in which I'll go. I can't, if I could afford it, and you know this, I would go to, I'd probably go to 10, 12 Met games a year if I could afford it. Even with that ride, I don't mind doing it. I've only gone to two this year. Um, a good example would be the Devils. When we had Devils tickets here. Yeah. We had, for the most part, a lot of times we had two. Sometimes we would get four, but a lot of times we would get two. I would take those two that were free, and then I would buy two in, a, in the same row or the row below so that the four of us could go. I had one year, probably back in when Joseph was two or three, I forget. We went to, I want to say it was 22 or 23 games. Loved it. We don't have those tickets anymore. Well, now we go to like two or three games a year. Yeah. So, yes, I'll spend it. But a lot less frequently than I was. I can't. I can't afford it. It's too much. Way too much. Yeah. It's yeah. It's uh. Well, but I, but even something as someone you don't have kids, you don't have to worry about it. But like the average price of like tuition now is fifty thousand dollars a year. Yeah, that I don't understand. That's either. after tax money. So that means you got to make ninety thousand dollars just to pay for college. And we do it. Why? I don't know. So I've already told my boys, in-state, that's it. And they're good with it. Matthew's fine. I'm going Rutgers anyway. Thank God. Perfect. It's really amazing. So It's yeah. weird like what we're careful with our money about and won't spend, and then other things that we frivolously spend money on. Correct. I'll give you This one's funny. So <laughs> we, we toss money around like it's going out of style, for sure. And I said to my wife at one point, I said, uh, and this was back in, I guess it was, I had to rip out a couple of bushes. So it was just empty. So I said, listen, I'm just going to go buy a couple of things. I know it's not what we want, but just to make it look a little bit better, it's kind of dead. Well, how much are those? I'm like, oh, they're like $15 each. Why would you waste your money on that? I'm like, uh, it's $45, so that it doesn't look like a mess for the month, but then you're going to rip them out. Well, yeah, but we spent $72 on pizza and subs last night, and it's already gone. I yes. said, this is $45, and we'll be able to look at it for five months. Ah, it's you're wasting money. Okay, well, then why didn't we go pick up the food rather than use DoorDash and the delivery fee? That's wasting money. That's convenient. I, but this looks nice. Our minds, and that clearly was just a difference of she thinks one way, I think another, and we weren't going to agree. Even though I'm sure she walked away and said, oh, he's probably right. Right. And I know I walked away saying we should not have spent that money on the pizza last night like we did. But that's goofy. Yeah. I think of that with like uh, on vacation weeks in particular, right? Oh so it's be like uh, I'm going to be off. No, I'll say like uh, let's say I'm taking a week off yeah. and I'm going to stay at home. I'm just going to stay by the beach. And in my head, it'd be like if I were to go on vacation, it probably would cost me $3,000. Or more. Right. I'd rather get an iPad, another extra large TV, and then have it for years versus it be gone. Like you said, you eat the subs and pizza, now they're gone. Yes, gone. See ya. 
I am a vacation whore, though. Yeah, I, do love like vacation. Go- I love People going I love People do like away. experiences. I do. I like seeing different places. And for me, for whatever reason, getting away really does clear my mind. I don't even think about work. I don't think about anything. Then when you come home, it's waiting for you. But I do find those times I've gone to those Caribbean islands or wherever it might be, as long as I get the hell out of here and not see the same road and the same yeah. people. And it's just, it's different. And I do enjoy it. I do. And then Friday night, we ended up going to this thing in Spring Lake. It was uh, some sort of charity event. Oh, yeah. How'd that go? They hit you up for a donation? Uh, no, but but they, it was like um, they had items that you could bid on. Okay. But... um. Did I put another cowboy helmet? Uh, no, <laughs> but uh, there was a lot of uh, a lot of hair dye there. A lot of older men with oh boy, really dyed hair, trying to keep themselves younger. It seems like it was a lively crowd. I wonder if I would dye my like I don't have hair, but would I dye my hair as I get older? I mean, I'll have to deal with that yeah. for whatever's going to be left. <laughs> I like, don't think so. The guys I saw with gray hair looked good. Yeah. They looked like distinguished gentlemen. The yeah. guys with the jet black hair looked like I dye my hair jet black. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it didn't look natural. It looks like it's painted on the yeah, head. Yeah, it's yeah, too I'll dark. Pass on that myself. I think. Yeah, I'm going to be a hat guy. Okay. As I lose hair, and I, I'm I, I'm losing it. Obviously, you'd be a hat guy. That's yes, good. I will be because I, like I will not look good guy. with no hair. No, 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 no. We no don't chance. know that. I do know that. It looks terrible. Huh. So I will. I will be. I'll be like Jeter. You take the hat off. <laughs> That's what he looks like. Always have the hat on. There you go. I will have a hat on. Yes. And I'll have different hats too. Not okay. just baseball caps. It's like uh, the country artist, Kenny Chesney has that situation. He always has a cowboy hat on. There you go. But every once in a while, I'll see him without a hat. I'm like, Ooh, that's weird. <laughs> looks it's like a, an alien head. Not a good look. Yeah. <laughs> Put that alien head, head right on. here. <laughs> yeah. All right, Jerry, let's do the warm-up program. All right. Uh, tomorrow when we come back, uh, tomorrow morning we'll have uh, Mets uh, Brewers to talk about and two Monday Night Football games. How about that? How about so- that? When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. 
Sometimes it's good to talk about erratic behavior, paranoia, diarrhea. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook. Visit Superbook.com. Good morning, campers. Alan Jerry. Don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't right, suck. Here we go, it's a football Monday, it's 5.02, wake your ass up, what is going on? The Eddie's Gazette, boy, you had yourself someday, and you know what? Hey, good for you, that's what we will say there, and across from me, the name is Al Aaron Nukes, what's up Al, how are you? Good morning, Jerry, for a uh, Friday where I we had very few cool games, I would say that I really enjoyed the games yesterday. The finishes. The finishes. The finishes. The first halves for most of them were terrible. So a lot of people were hitting me on Twitter. I'm sure you too. Oh, you guys are no cool game. No, they weren't actually, but they were really cool finishes in fourth quarters. Yes. I would say that. They were cool finishes in fourth quarters. The Giants game was like, I was like, we're back to the Giants. It was boring. We're right back to where I tweeted out uh, Saquon Barkley's stats for the first half. It was something like five carries, three yards. He had a monster second half, but that first half was brutal. Right. That that first half Giants looked like last year. All the previous year's Giants. Well, when they get to, when you get the fumble on the first, on the kickoff return, and you force the fumble and you settle for three, and then moments later you get another turnover and you settle for three, it's like, come on, guys. And part of it is, and I'm not, I'm not starting the narrative at all. I just says to my son, I'm like, get rid of all five guys up front and bring five guys from the stands and can block better than these guys. And you're watching, like, come on. And then the second half, things definitely turned in terms of the run game, which certainly helped them. But I thought the, and maybe this is his maturity. I don't know. I'm not sure. But I thought his Daniel Jones's scramble to get that first down that sealed the game. Maybe in past years, he throws, he forces a throw and gets picked or whatever. Or throws it incomplete and stops the clock. I don't know. Maybe that's the Brian Dable effect. But he made a winning play on a day where he was average at best. But I'll tell you what, their defense was outstanding yesterday. I mean, Baker Mayfield looked terrible. So it was it was boring, but they won. They did win. There was a lot of dropped balls all over the NFL yesterday, which is very many, weird. Many, 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 many. Loose balls, Jerry. So now we've got... What we were looking for, a is it a Monday night game? Monday Giants, night, Cowboys, Cowboys Giants, MetLife so Stadium. Baby. Yeah, and the Cowboys actually will come in with a little bit more juice than they otherwise yes. would have if they had lost to the Bengals. Right. And Cooper Rush played the part of a very competent NFL quarterback yesterday. Jerry, what is up with the Bengals? They're 0-2. Uh, what is up? How about AFC Championship hangover? Oh, I don't know. Hangover. Yeah, I don't I mean, know what's going on over there. Joe Burrow, not Barrow. Joe, Joe Barrow? Joe Burrow doesn't look great. Yeah. He, looked, he missed a lot of throws yesterday. Um, and defensively, they were okay, though the Cowboys got up and down the field a little bit on them early. But just a whole lot of nothing happened yesterday for the Bengals. I don't know. It was clearly I saw every snap, and it was like you're kind of waiting. And at one point, they had some momentum. But it, I don't know. They just don't, they don't look like the same team we saw. Like Jamar Chase, you have any idea how many catches Jamar Chase had yesterday? Three. Five for 50-something yards. Yeah, not great. Like, that's it. You know, Noah Brown for the Cowboys had a career day uh, as he hooked up with uh, Cooper Rush often. The Cowboys couldn't run it really yesterday, but they made enough plays. So, I don't know. I can't answer your question about the Bengals. I don't know. I really don't. So, uh, yeah, the Giants yesterday, I had the uh, Giants on the iPad, Jerry. I had the red zone on the regular size television set. Where were the Jets? 
the Jets I wasn't even considering. Wow, I was more into the Jets than I was the Giants. Because I just thought nothing. Like I just thought the Jets are boring. Um, blah, 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 blah. So you know what's funny? I actually am more intrigued by watching the Jets right now than the Giants. I am now. Well, well, yeah, now. <laughs> but taking that first Giant game, the excitement of sure. that, like, oh, and they're playing the Panthers. So I put it on. But I will say that the red zone did a great job. The the Giants and Jets were featured quite a lot. So I didn't feel like I was missing well, anything. There was stuff happening finally. Yeah. So Although I, the Giant game in that first half, they weren't after those two fumbles. You didn't even know they were still playing. They got you saw a little bit more of them in the second half for sure. Yeah. First half. Eh, but I felt like I, I didn't feel like I was missing the Jet game. And then as the Jet game came down to the fourth quarter, the second half of the fourth quarter, they, they went to the Jets a lot. Well, yeah. I mean, the game, the th- see, I heard a lot of people say the Jets didn't deserve that game because they were down 13 points. But up until the Chubb touchdown to go up 30, and how about the kick? I mean, that kicker that murdered my bet last week with a 58-yard field goal, he misses the extra point? Hey, come on. So after that touchdown, I think, all right, oh, they're down 13. But prior to that, they were back and forth with the Browns. Like, that game was very even until the midway point of the fourth quarter where Cleveland took the lead and then had that drive to go up two scores. Right. The Jets were down 30-17 under two minutes to play. 155 to go, yeah. 155 to go. That Corey Davis wide open. How does that happen? Not only that, but no one even wanted to chase him. Like, no. to me, it looked like the Browns are like, eh. But we'll recover scores. the onside kick and we'll right, go home. We'll be good. They weren't good. That was a heck of an onside kick. It was a tremendous onside I agree. kick. I totally agree. Props to that guy. Who's that? Jay man. Kicker? Man, right. Man. Yeah, yeah. Braden Man. Brandon. Isn't it Brandon? I wrote Braden, Maybe Jerry, it is. but I it could, could be He's Brandon. He's also the one on the fake punt that had the pass. Oh, is that right? That was him. Number yeah, seven. Beautiful throw. He wears the boomer jersey. Beautiful throw. So how about that? Yeah, that was pretty good. Was pretty good. By the way, when you look at like the stat line, Joe Flacco. was Yeah, it was really good. 307 yards, four touchdowns, And how no many picks. interceptions? No picks. No picks. By the way, on one of the, on the one uh, after the, I guess their last touchdown, he looked, I never saw emotion out of Joe Flacco. How about him coming into the locker room? Did you see that on I social media? Really? Yeah. It's all over the place. My social media stinks, Jerry. As fired up as I have ever seen him. Yeah. And now I'm into Joe Flacco oh, being the quarterback. I'm telling you right now, if you have the Jets on your fraudulent list of five favorite teams tomorrow. You know tomorrow, I like the Jets, Jerry. Oh, you such a fraud. We'll see. I will see. There was a lot of good stuff that happened this weekend. We'll see. There was a lot of good stuff. We'll see. I love the running back Carter. Yes. But I don't know. I just, Joe Flacco was calm, cool, and collected. <laughs> well, he is what he is. He's kind of boring. Yeah. And he looks brain dead when he's out there. Sometimes. But he made some throws. How about the strip sack? Well, not even strip sack. When he was stripped, I was thinking, oh, my God, he's going to get killed for this tomorrow. Just because he doesn't move. Yeah. And I know he didn't see the rush coming from the side, but still, that they were in scoring position. Like, my goodness. But, they, hey, good win. They're, and I know their defense gave up a lot of points. There's yeah. no question about it. But I do feel like watching them, they can make a play at any moment. I agree. And when Sauce Gardner goes out, you're like, oh, come on. And then Garrett Wilson goes out, you're like, geez. But they both come back. And Wilson, I tell you, that kid looks like something, man. Looks who, like a heck of a player. Who do the Jets even have next week? I don't even look. I don't like the to look Jets ahead. Jets play Jerry. the Bengals next week, I believe. Oh, is that right? Yeah, at home. Imagine the Bengals go zero and three. Well, I will. I will tell you this: 
The one thing I thought watching the Cowboys in the first half yesterday yeah. was this might be a different game in November or December. They like they might have caught Cincinnati at the right time where they're kind of a little sluggish to get going. The Jets might catch the Bengals at the right time next week. I mean, I can't imagine them going 0-3, but if there's a team that could go 0-3 and could still finish 14-3, and I wouldn't be stunned because they're really good. Um, that said, it's a tough game. Very difficult game. Yeah, and they'll and that one I'll be able to watch iPad Jerry with the uh, red zone because the Giants are the Monday night. That's game. right, absolutely. Why don't you put one on your laptop? You can have three games going. I don't have a laptop. Oh, I, I have you just had a, an iPad. Oh, I thought you did. I didn't realize. Okay. I'm an iPad person. You don't have a computer in your house? I do, but it's a whole setup, and no. I only use it when I was uh, working from home. Oh, okay, got it. I can do everything on the iPad that I do, which is basically no. I was just trying to get Twitter. you another game. That's all. Oh, I see what you're saying. That's it. I could do on my phone. No, I'm not into that. I can. I it's can too it. small. It I can't. Here's what I like. 60-inch screen TV. That's what I like. By the way, the NFL Plus app, yes. which I do love, it was just if you wanted to order Red Zone only, Yeah, it was only for your phone. They updated it this week to be used on your tablet as well. Great. But I already have it through YouTube TV. But wouldn't you get the different hosts then, Al? And we like the. Oh, I don't know. I don't know who who the I host. I thought there were two be. different hosts, one for the phone. But we like uh, Scott Hanson. Yeah, I like Scott Hanson. Scott Hanson. I like Scott Hanson too. He is. There's no one that likes football more than Scott Hanson. Oh, the guys get so. Yes, he does. Aroused. Very excited about everything. Witching hour. <laughs> it is amazing how some of these games are boring, and then all of a sudden that fourth quarter. And I'm not. I'm not claiming this to be true but at all but i will tell you i sit there and say so these games feel fixed i actually believe that sometimes i don't really believe that to be true but as i'm watching i'm like how can this really happen like come on i know I but know. I, that would be very difficult to do i again i said i know it's not true but i'd be lying if i didn't say it went through my head sometimes yeah. i mean that like for and i know we'll talk about all of them how does that dolphin game happen that was unbelievable like how can you be the ravens Look so good for three quarters. Be in complete control. At home. Your own crowd. Lamar Jackson's your quarterback. You're doing everything right. And then all of a sudden, you can't stop them at all? And they also had one of those Corey Davis touchdowns to, uh, was it Tyree Kill or Waddle? Yeah. I forget who it was. Does someone want to cover these guys? <laughs> like, Yeah, they made, they showed on the God. replay. I think it was Tyree Kill, and they showed on the replay. I guess the the corner just thought, "Oh, someone yeah, else has safety got him. help." There's no one behind him. It's unreal. I don't know. It's just, and then you know they get the field goal, and you think, "Ah, you know, they'll probably survive this," and they can't stop them. It's, and you're thinking, just hold them to three, get to overtime. No, easy touchdown. I mean, good grief. Yeah, you look at some of these uh, quarterbacks yesterday, and Tua throws six. I mean, six, six touchdowns. Four. 69 through 69. the air and six touchdowns. I mean, are you serious? He had, he had Waddle and Hill combined for almost 400 yards themselves. 191 for Hill and 170 for Waddle, I think. Jerry, if I would have told Tua! 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 Did he do a podcast? That's a great question. Tua! I wonder if he did a podcast. Tua. If you would have told me, Jerry, I could have placed the bet for Tua and Joe Flacco to combine for 10 touchdowns, would you have taken that? No. Oh. And you it would have been a million to one. Right. Could you imagine? Well, first of all, the odds for all the New York teams winning would have been astronomical, I think, because it's the first time in, what, years and years and years that it's Since, happened. Since uh, 2009, Jets, okay. Giants, Mets, Yankees. So that's a very long time. I thought this. So last week, 
I went, and I'm kind of starting to get the sense that every week I'm going to take one of these teams in the fourth quarter that's down big. You know, down two touchdowns because the odds are crazy. Oh, like during a game bet yes. in the fourth quarter. I so, never even thought of that. Last week I took Carolina down by 13 points starting the fourth quarter or late there. I forget what it was, and I got like plus 1,000. I mean, the numbers were crazy. So I'm like, you know what? What the hell? Why not? Or, I think that's what it was, plus 1,000. I forget. Anyway, it was plus 1,000. So yesterday I'm sitting there thinking, eh, going to do it? I'm like, no. I'm like, the Dolphins are no good. I'm not doing that. And then I thought with the Cardinals and the Raiders, but like, they look dead. Like, No. But it seems like every week you're going to have some crazy finish somewhere. The NFL is becoming like the NBA. You just got to tune in for just the watch quarter. the fourth quarter. I agree with you. I agree because there was a lot of like, I mean, I did, I did enjoy the game. Like I thought red zone. Maybe I needed a week, Jerry, of week one as a practice myself to try to absorb everything that's going on in red zone channel. See, I yeah. So by week two, yesterday I was very focused on red zone. Like, I felt like I knew what was going on in all the games. So I I was feeling good. I do and I don't. The Red Zone channel to me is like the phone. It's like, it's the greatest thing and the worst thing. I feel, yes, I feel like I have a a relatively good idea of what happened in most of the games. But I also feel like I don't know what happened in most of the games to lead up to the scoring drives. I I don't know. I I miss watching the games. I do. But the NFL is forcing us into it with all the commercials. No, 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 no. It is a great product, and I think most people watch that now instead of the actual game. I really do. I think if you took a poll, I would bit more than 50% of the people watch Red Zone Channel rather than the game. I'm going to do a poll. I don't know, though. Because then again, I there and say, if your favorite team's the Giants, you're watching the Giants. Like, I didn't I mean, I wouldn't have left anyway. I was obviously working the Cowboy game, but I wouldn't go to Red Zone Channel if the Cowboys are on. I wouldn't. So I don't know. It would be an interesting. Yeah, do a poll. That'd be cool. I will do a poll. Be very curious. And, I, I, yeah. And in the 4 o'clock games... When those are close and there's a couple of them, that's when it really gets great because there's only like they'll focus on like th- there's only like three games. Correct. And you in you that case, triple box. Yes. And in that case, you get a see, I think the four o'clock games, to your point, you get a better feel for the game in totality than you do the one o'clock games because yeah. there's usually so many one o'clock games. So we have to take a break. We have so much to do and we've just started. And then Boomer and Geo, four hours. I got I to be honest, not enough time today. There's that much stuff to talk about. They might need five hours. Yes. So Tiki and Tierney, you guys can start at 11. Boomer and Geo. Oh, Boomer's here. Uh, Boomer and Geo. Maybe they'll go 6 to 11 today. We'll see. But here's what I do know. They're going to start at 6 on the fan. What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, when I talk about it, 523, hello, hello, hello. He's Al, I'm Jerry, Eddie's in there. Um, a very wild Sunday in the NFL with wins from the Jets and Giants. By the way, Tom Brady is playing like a guy who is having problems at home. I thought he played well yesterday, actually. He did, but he's so angry. Because his wide receivers are dropping balls all over the place. I know, but he's playing with an edge like a guy yes, who's, who's, who's uh, having uh, troubles with his wife. He, okay. I mean, that might be. If you're be. having girl problems, I feel bad for you, son. I, I, I got 99 problems. 
You want to finish that? You on the rat the song? patrol, on the cat patrol. No, you skip the line. Who's not one? What? Who's not one? 99 problems. Who's not one? Your wife. <laughs> That's not the line. It's not, I got 99 problems, but the wife ain't one. That's <laughs> not what he says. That is problems going on, Jerry. He is pissed. He's throwing Maybe. the tablets. He's How about Scotty angry? Miller catches the ball? Like he, at one point, the camera catches him, and I, I had a little, I had a reason to watch that game, I yeah. would say. They were part of my four-team parlay oh. yesterday. Yes, they were. $5. I also picked them on. No, not five, you do five dollars. <laughs> what a waste of time that is. Um, I also picked them on Friday to win in New Orleans, and um, so I had an interest in the game. And at one point, the camera catches Brady. Go. That's bleeping two times. That's bleeping two. And he comes off, and I think that's when he takes the tablet and he throws it because they couldn't. Every time he makes a third down throw. The ball gets dropped or the guy slips down. It was infuriating. He did have a bunch of drops where they would have been great catches, but and he was putting the ball in the only place he could right. where guys were like bent all over and everything, and it would hit their hands. But two times guys slipping down too. Yeah. That would have made the catch even more spectacular than it needed to be. And I think... I don't even think when he said that's bleeping two times, I don't even think he meant the drop. I think he meant the fact that the play was there, the wide receiver slipped, and then missed what should have been a 15, a 20-yard completion, and a first, and instead they're punting. And there was a big brouhaha. Mike Evans, Marshawn Lattimore both ejected. And this is based on, too, uh, Tom Brady being ticked off at his wife. That That's too. what started this fight. Maybe. Well, listen, there's because problems at home. What can I tell you? Brady got into it with uh, one of the dudes, and then Mike Evans just came over and Do you take your uh, problems with your girlfriend to work? I think we all take our problems. You don't separate that when you get here? No, I don't this know. This is not your happy that. place? No, I don't know how to do that. I don't Remember know what Jim Gray said to Tom Brady? Is your happy place when you're being chased by 327-pound men? <laughs> yeah, it's impossible not to take your problems to work. Yeah, but I think when you get here, you can... You focus and lock in. No, people don't do that. Airline well, pilots, can. everybody, they get there. That better still, not be. I don't know. No, no. I don't want to hear about airline pilots. No, this is they're the they're above everybody, <laughs> especially the salty haired guys. Oh, a white haired <laughs> pilot. I love a white haired pilot. Yes. So I'm rooting for Tom Brady again. Now he's taking every Wednesday. Yeah, he's off. only two and zero. I mean, yeah. the guy just wins, man. And the first time he beat New Orleans as a uh, Buccaneer. That was a big talking point prior to the game. He's never beaten the Bucks. I mean, he's never beaten. Didn't he the... beat them in the playoffs, though, Eddie? No, not as a Buccaneer. Okay, no, not as a Buck. Okay, got it, got it, got it, got it. Yeah. So they were making a big deal of that, and then that went right out the window. Yeah. Well, he won twenty to ten, and it was twenty to three. So now every like teams get off on Tuesdays generally. Now he's also going to have off Wednesdays. Good for him. He's forty-five and still oh. winning. So that's, miserable. Like, that's one of those things where he has to take the day. He doesn't want to take Wednesdays off. No, he he's might. He's a competitor. He might. The, he's like, oh, the wife is making me take Wednesdays off now, too. Is that how it sounded? Yeah. <laughs> you know that Wednesdays be like, what are we doing? We're going, we're making cookies with the kids. And they got to go to work. And they do They do list it as, as, uh, as a rest day. A rest day? They do list it as a rest day. You yes. don't want a rest day. I mean, probably not, but that's what they listed as. Man. Man. Exactly. If you're having girl problems, I feel bad for you, son. Uh, just for the record. That's all I was thinking about. The was Bucks that song. beat the Saints in the playoffs last year. 
Well, regular season. Just saying. No, I'm, but I'm. Was I, it in what, New Orleans? Maybe that was the thing. Yeah. Then why that's, are they making a big deal? That is out of why the that that's why that that stat was stupid. It is stupid. January seventeenth last year, twenty twenty one, the Bucks beat the Saints thirty to twenty. Did you like uh, the Cardinal Raider game? By the way, I thought it was cool that uh, Raider fans in Las Vegas appear to be trying to be Raider fan from Oakland and L.A. Like they look like lunatics. Some of them they're wearing the stupid outfits. They look like a well, biker gang. Well, let me ask you this. Don't they, I remember when they first started playing there and fans were allowed, don't they have a big traveling contingent coming from Oakland to the home games? I guess so. That's how I I thought I read an article somewhere that said they, not, and I'm not saying they have 30,000 people from Oakland, but there's a group of like a thousand of them that make the trip to every home game. Yeah, it was. uh, Could be them. It could be them. They could be concentrated in one area. Maybe that's where the camera's focusing because they look like uh, lunatics. Yeah. I'd like to see that. That stadium looks pretty cool, actually. Yeah, it's not the Coliseum. It's I've always told you, my one of my sports regrets is not getting there for a Raider game. This place looks neat though. It's like black and gray and dark and yeah, it's very Raider like. And as a viewer, I don't care if Kyler Murray doesn't know the playbook. I like watching him run. Oh, that two point conversion was stupid. <laughs> they said he ran eighty four total he probably yards did. in that two point. He conversion. He probably did. I mean, he basically starts left. Runs right, comes back left, goes back, back to the right, and then cuts across the field. Dudes are on his back. They slip off. So really on, amazing. And he's got this ability where he, I feel like he senses where guys are because he's not even looking behind him and knows that there's somehow. He's got a feel that, for the game. Yeah, he's got a feel for like where he is and I guess where the defenders that are. That said, that's what's maddening about him, though, if you're a Cardinals fan. Yeah. Because why isn't this here every play, every game? Because he... I mean, the last four or five games last season, he was horrible. And even yesterday, until the fourth quarter, not great. I put the team on my back. He did. <laughs> and, yes, he and, did. and, 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 he makes a great throw in overtime yes. that the guy catches, but then the ball comes free with the hit, and they had a punt, and you're thinking, all right, well, the Raiders are going to win this, and, boy, that was their chance, and then you get the fumble return for a score. He also made the great throw. I don't even know if it was the two-point conversion or the touchdown. In the back of the end zone, where there are guys all, where he was running all around. Are you talking about the one they reviewed? It in the one they reviewed because that was between like three defenders, and it looked like all right, he he tied it, and then it's all of a sudden it's like oh, the ball might have come free, and and they did not change it. Yeah. So hey, good for him. Yeah, that's a hell of a win, and for the year the Raiders. Oh my God, that's a terrible. And Josh McDaniels, they showed him many times on the sideline as the Cardinals are coming back, and as the Cardinals tie the game. He, I'm not saying he's not a great football coach. He doesn't exude confidence, though. Right. Like, he looked like a deer in headlights. Like, what the hell is happening? And looked like he had no answers. It, I don't know. The camera kept showing it. I'm like, ugh. Yeah. That doesn't look good. Now, uh, here's a team I'll never watch the rest of the year. The Colts. <laughs> <laughs> not interested in Matt Ryan. <laughs> he scored zero points yesterday he got, against the Jaguars. He threw four interceptions and got sacked, I think, six times. Not interested in you. That was that was terrible. I'm I not agree. interested in him or the team he came from, the Falcons. <laughs> like, you've ruined two teams. But, but the Falcons, how about their they came game back. with the Rams? They had a chance to win that stupid thing after they were losing 28-3. to Yeah, down 28-3. And but they this lose. is what I'm talking about. How does that make sense? Right. The Falcons are not going to be a good team. We kind of know that. Would you agree? I agree. They're down 28-3 to to the Super Bowl champions on the road. 
and they're in position to win the game. Like, yeah, that was on. very strange. It feels, You're right. Again, I'm not saying it is. Yeah. I'm, Some of this stuff feels scripted to me. It's ridiculous. It doesn't make sense. Yeah. I'm with you on Come that on, one, Michael. Jerry. Makes sense. And, uh, yeah, I did watch the the Cowboys-Bengals, uh, and I came in this morning and watched their highlight package because I felt like I missed some of that. Yeah, it was only on CBS. Uh, <laughs> but said, I was red That should have been it. on your iPad. No, it was too much. By the time the 4 o'clock games come, Jerry. You've had enough. It's enough. Well, that's how I feel with the 8 o'clock game. I'm good with the 4. The 8 o'clock game, I, can't, I just can't. Well, what happens is here's how I feel like about the 4 o'clock games. The 1 o'clock games I'm watching from 1 until they end. Yeah. When the 4 o'clock games come on, I go, you know what? Let me take a little break. And Even though the better games are at 4 usually? Yeah, because I'm getting this feeling, like you're saying, where the games uh, really kick in the gear of the 3rd and 4th quarter. So I take a little bit of a break. I walk the dog. I make some dinner. Then I check back in which games are getting close here. So I felt like I... I wanted to see Cooper Rush, mm-hmm. who had a great game in Minnesota last year. So that's when I was like, well, today, this morning, I'm going to go back and focus because I saw the the end of that game, you yeah, know, the the second half. Well, I was like, let me see how he was doing in the first half because that's where they scored. Well, the first couple of drives were great. Yeah, where the Frashians have the first drive for sure. I don't think they scored on the second drive, maybe the third, but whatever. They had 14 points in the first quarter. And who was the receiver? He hooked Noah up? Brown. Yeah, they said that. Uh, those guys on the when they were on the practice squad or whatever, yeah, play together all the time. Well, it was a great idea then to get this Noah Brown. And up you know there what too. it did too? It loosened up the defense a little bit to where CD Lamb was able to find some space. Like last week, Tampa double teamed CD Brown, uh, CD Lamb all over the field, and he was pretty much a non-factor. Yesterday, Noah Brown makes a couple of big catches early, and it kind of freed up some space for Lamb, who actually had a good game. And the offense was good. You know, they didn't run the ball great, but they ran it enough. Tony Pollard had a run that went down as a catch because of the way they flipped the ball to him. But they did enough, and defensively, they were able to hold them off. So, it was a, you know what? It was, I don't want to call it an unexpected win because I think the Cowboys still have really good players, and I think their defense is really good. So, I think they'll have a chance to win most games. Doesn't mean they will. Um, But I don't know. The Bengals going off that terrible loss to the Steelers, I really thought was going to be a tough chore for the Cowboys yesterday. I was impressed. Very impressed by their win. Yeah, you know, I couldn't figure out that Steelers-Patriots game either. That's one that, that I did not pay a whole lot of attention to. It was more... By the way, did you notice this real quick? I'm sorry to go off topic just because of when and why I stopped watching. Did you notice on Red Zone Channel, in the beginning of the first quarter, the crawl had headlines from February? No. You didn't realize that they put breaking news, Vic Fangio fired by the Broncos. (laughs) And they also had a player, a Buda Baker from the Cardinals was listed as doubtful to play against the Cowboys. That was November of last year. I did not notice that. You didn't see that? No. I was going to tweet it out. I was actually going to rewind it and then, um, but I I let it go because they corrected it after the, the crawl kept going. I'm like, oh, very nice of you to tell us that Vic Fangio got fired again. We know it was last year. The Fangio family was like, what? I, uh, it, we've been insulted enough. We yes. lo- he lost his job. We don't need to see this. And by the way, that coach, oh, my God. What coach? Broncos? The Broncos coach. What the hell is his name? Eddie, Nathaniel what's his name? Hackett. What a, oh, my good, this dude. How about the fact that they're losing 9-6 in Denver? 
with the great Russell Wilson. I mean, you want to talk about a bore fest of a game. My goodness. This year I'm rooting against the Broncos <laughs> because I don't like Russell Wilson. And I'm rooting against the Browns because of Deshaun Jackson. And now the Colts. Deshaun Watson. And now the Colts. Deshaun Jackson. You have no, no interest and in the Colts. I, and I'm rooting against the Colts. <laughs> so those are three teams that will not be on Al's no. fraudulent list of five favorite teams tomorrow. No, All right, never. quick break. When we come back, we still have half the league to get to. And by the way, some guy by the name of Aaron Judge has hit 59 home runs. We'll get to him and more, and then Boomer and Gio. It's, I asked Boomer. He's not going to go to 11. So they'll go 6-10 to 10 today right here on The Fan. All right, great to have you with us. It is Monday, Monday, Monday. Al and Jerry with you for a few more minutes, and then Boomer and Gio on a big football Monday program. But a lot of baseball Aaron Judge had two more home runs yesterday. I saw that. I got to tell you, there is no buzz. There's not. There's not. Unfortunately, there's not. Maybe because it's not a record. Uh, Well, because he got bonds with the 73. Yeah. Absolutely. Even McGuire. Like multiple. Like you're not even close to the record. You can right. You for people that don't want to acknowledge that time because of how they hit the home runs, whatever, that has absolutely made this not irrelevant is not the right word. Not as exciting as it would have been. Yeah. I'll say that. I, now, if you want to say, like saying the American League is stupid too, but I could say seeing saying the Yankee home run record. That but it is an American intriguing. League, but it is an American League record. That I mean, for some reason seems less intriguing than a single team record. That's fine. I mean, it's both though. Yeah. And plus with the names you've had and like when Michael Case says on one of his calls yesterday, um, you know, he's one away from Ruth. Like that puts it in perspective that when you cool. think that's a neat way to think about it. Right, when it was like Maris, Ruth, Aaron Judge. Yeah. That is that's cool. cool. That is cool. And he's going to I mean, he's got what, fifteen how many games do you have? Fifteen games left, sixteen games, something like that. He still legitimately could hit sixty five, sixty six home runs. If I'm uh Barry Bonds, I would tweet out, uh, you just need twelve more. Do you think he could do that? <laughs> Give me t- Oh, if I just beat you by twelve. I always knew Bonds was surly with I always remember him being surly with yeah. the media. I came across the thirty for thirty on him, um, where they were talking with the former Pirates, and it was all about how, I mean, just a great player he was with Pittsburgh. Just, I mean, he was out of this world. But he was a bad guy even inside the even inside the clubhouse. Yeah. I, just, I don't, I didn't, I, again, I knew with the media he didn't care for them. I didn't realize he wasn't a great teammate either in Pittsburgh. I know everything changed in San Francisco for whatever reason. But who was the, um, oh, God, who was, give me a great pirate from those teams. I'm a pirate. I'm blanking out. Andy Van Slyke. Andy Van Slyke. Oh. He's exactly the guy who was telling him on, in the playoff game, he was moving him in and he basically looked at him and said, no. And then a, a shallow ball was hit that he would have caught and instead didn't and then didn't throw the guy out at all. It's just interesting to hear those guys talking yeah. about him from back then. Looking at the single-season homer records, uh, Barry Bond, 73, McGuire, 70, Sosa, 66, McGuire, 65, Sosa, 64, Sosa, 63, Roger Maris. Yeah. And then Giancarlo had 59. Yes. How about that? Giancarlo. Oh, Giancarlo. Oh, Giancarlo. And, yeah. uh, and right now, Aaron Judge is uh, at 59. At, at uh, 59. They have him here only at, uh, oh, yeah. that fi- Yeah. So I guess uh-huh. the big yeah. buzz yeah. now is that there's a chance, of course, 
if he has a quiet week, that he could hit 60, 61, or 62 on Friday. Apple TV game. Good. I'll be right there. I'm going to watch it. <laughs> I do like watching uh, cool moments like uh, with Jeter's sure. 3,000th hit. Right. Like, but I like that stuff. There are going to be people that aren't going to see yeah. it. Well, just That's it all I mean. And, and it's different to watch something like that live versus I'll just watch it on the replay. No, I want to watch it live. Yeah, I want to watch it live too. I, I do think Judge does have – I remember as a kid, anytime Strawberry was up, I wanted to watch the at-bat. Even as an adult when he was with the Yankees in 96 and 90, like I still wanted to see the Strawberry at-bats. I don't know why. He just – he had that lightning rod feel to me. Judge isn't quite that, but I am really intrigued every time I see he's coming up. Uh, I just – I like – I think the thing I like most about Judge and Stanton, because I give Stanton credit for this too, if you ever noticed, they get in the batter's box, they don't leave the batter's box. Or some guy's got to go take a half-hour stroll, change the gloves and do that. This guy's like, let's go, I'm ready. And then in between pitches, he doesn't. He might move his left foot out, but his right foot is anchored. He never leaves. Stanton's the same way. Do you ever think sometimes, Jerry, like um... – when we were kids, baseball, I think, was more popular nationally. Would you say that's true? Nationally, yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I sometimes think back, like, what if we would have had, when we were kids, like, the ability to get all this stuff on our phone? Oh, my God. I would have been freaking out. Yeah, because we really— If I could have watched baseball highlights all day long on my phone, I would have been going nuts. Because I was into all the players because of the baseball cards. Yeah. But, never re- but that was also— for me, that was what made going to the ballpark special, seeing clearly your team, yes. But also when you saw these other teams come in that you otherwise would never see, that was cool. Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe it kind of takes away, like it has now, the ability to see everybody anytime. It's like the on-demand era we're living in. You can see anything you want whenever you want. Yeah. Which is good and bad. I like it. it but it takes away the specialness of it. Maybe. Would you not agree? I would agree with that. You know, like if you want to watch, if you're interested in the Aaron Judge chase in in Nebraska, all you got to do is pay your twenty dollars a month or twenty nine dollars a month and get the MLB.tv app, and you can watch every Yankee game. Yeah, we really didn't. Have, we didn't have. I mean, Directv had it for a little while in the '90s with the MLB package, but they did. They had then, an MLB package. Yeah, and I got it. <laughs> really? I did. Yep, because I wanted to watch Strawberry in the with the Dodgers, so I did. I got the MLB Extra Innings package. Oh, that's with the right. satellite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't think in Extra the '80s innings. that existed. No. I don't think. Although Eddie, didn't we get all the games in Astoria with the gigantic satellite we had on the roof? <laughs> yeah, but that was that was a different kind of a. That was old school satellite, right? Yeah. But that's how the bars got the games. Yes, correct. those the, old satellites were awesome. They, it felt very space like. Yeah, because you could even check in. Like if you could watch CNN when they would go to yes. commercials, you wouldn't get the commercial. No, you got would, the feed. You'd see Larry King painting his hair black. We're picking his nose or doing yeah. whatever he had to do. That is there very true. interesting Canadian channels that used to pop in oh, once in a while. There were some interesting channels. Canadian pornography? Yeah. <laughs> that is true. I will tell you, between the hours of midnight and 4 a.m., oof. Canadian porn. Some of the stuff that was on that television, the left, the chat, the TV all the way to the left. <laughs> yes, correct. <laughs> and then sometimes it was scrambled, so it was like reverse image, so it was like watching the Shroud of Turin having <laughs> sex. I'll give you a funny one during the break that I don't want to say publicly. Yeah, the Steve Cohen story, that one? Uh, no. I, I worked overnights, so this was more an overnight story. The, remember back in the day when we would go off the air for five hours for transmitter oh, maintenance? Oh, yes. Let's just say there were some interesting things that were 
That's how we you know, filled the time. Passed the time. I remember when me and Joe had a uh, golfing. <laughs> we played golf on the square. I brought the automatic um, hole in where it pops the ball back to yeah. you. So we were chipping and putting around. <laughs> this is what you guys were doing. We had nothing else to hours. do. We had it because they would tell us they would call us when they were 30 minutes away from us going back on the air. So until we got that call, oh, you, yeah, then you we just had nothing to around. do. But we had to be there because the maintenance could be anywhere from an hour to four hours. Some some nights it was 45 minutes and we were back on. Other nights we were sitting there going on at 5 o'clock before I miss at 5.30 and Joe's show was 30 minutes. That was it. Not even 20 minutes. Oh, I would love a 30-minute show. Had to fill the time. Did you see uh, this Trey Lance situation, Jerry? Terrible. By the way. That's uh, that's coming up on uh, Odyssey Sports Minute. That's oh, is that tease. right? Yeah, isn't that horrible? Yeah, I felt bad for that guy. A broken ankle, broken surgery. Ankle, done for the year. Here comes Jimmy Garoppolo. How you doing? Yeah, threw a touchdown pass, ran for a score yep. yesterday. So, in the Seahawks in place. I feel good for Jimmy Garoppolo. I feel bad for Trey Lance. Because I feel like Jimmy Garoppolo is sticking it to those punks. Okay. Had Trey Lance not gotten hurt, though, Jimmy Garoppolo would still be on the sideline. Right. Now he can stick it now to them by not. playing great, yeah, and then walking away, or playing really crappy and sticking it to him that way. Nah, he's not going to do that. He's now nah, he's playing for his career. Nah, I don't. He wants to go somewhere and win. Yes, I don't think he wants to go out there and not play well. Mm. We got to take a break. Mm. So you just gave the audio. You just gave the tease, the radio tease. Is that right? We have an auto, so Boomer and Geo coming up in a minute. We have an Odyssey Sports minute. It's Amy Lawrence on those Forty ers It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. All right, another minute or so. Boomer and Gio at the top. Everybody, winner Monday. Jets win, Giants win, Yankees win, Mets win. What else? We get a Monday night football doubleheader today, Jerry. I don't, I don't care for this. They well, overlap. They do overlap. Now, here's the good news. They're going to sometimes go double box, Jerry. Double box with Scott Van Pelt calling highlights and updates. I'm not interested in the double box. You're not box. interested in the no, double box? No, here's what I would have been interested in. A game at 6 and a game at 9. That would have been cool. That I makes more sense. the 9 o'clock, but that would have been nice for us to get a 6 o'clock game going. I just I don't understand why you would have two games be played at the same time on a Monday night. So you got Titans, Bills, and Vikings-Eagles. Vikings-Eagles, yes. the better one. Very good game. That's well, but, I mean, both are good games. I don't know about the Titans, Jerry. I don't know if I could watch them. But, but the, you're Bills. Right, the Bills. You're right. The Bills don't punt. Punt. They don't punt. You just said you said last week, greatest job in pro sports, Bills punter. Don't right. have to do anything. Oh, remember earlier you were talking about uh, how these games like you get- WFAN, <laughs> WFAN FM, WFAN FM HD1, New York, always live on the free Odyssey app.